Hello, I'm Scott Hamilton, otherwise known as Rockfile. Thanks for listening to this podcast, number four. This is a movie review of Ad Astra. Now, I'm a huge sci-fi fan. As I said in my previous podcast, I have a pretty massive movie collection. Been a movie fan since way, 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 way back. And every once in a while a movie comes along that I see the trailer and I'm like, wow, that is going to be my kind of movie. And I like this movie so much, I went back two days later and saw it again. I'm doing this review because a couple of days ago, one of my favorite reviewers, who I won't name, just crucified the movie and spent his entire review picking on the science. Now, if I were to do that, I could pretty much pick apart any blockbuster, any big popular movie. We, go, we don't go see Doctor Strange or the Avengers because the science is real. And even though this movie looks like it's going to be a realistic sci-fi movie, it's still a movie. And I can't review it on the technical merits of the science because I would tear apart Star Wars. I would tear apart Star Trek. I would tear, you know, every superhero movie. It, that doesn't make any sense to re- review a movie that way unless it's a documentary on space travel. So that being said, I, I'm very disappointed in this reviewer because he didn't review the movie, the movie making, the cinematography, the acting, etc. So anyway, Ad Astra, uh, and I keep all my reviews short and spoiler-free. You know, I'll talk about it, but I, I won't get into any spoilers. It stars Brad Pitt. It was directed by James Gray, who did The Lost City of Z, which was a great journey, story of discovery, more about the human story than the archaeological dig, if you will. And Ad Astra, it's a story of a man, a man who, much like Neil Armstrong, um, keeps his heart rate very low in intense situations, no matter what's happening. Early on in the movie, they talk about his heart rate never goes above 80, no matter what's happening to him. Uh, There's an early scene where it appears his wife is leaving him. He just deals with it calmly. There is a scene early on where the government tells him that there's a possibility that his father, who disappeared 16 years ago and is presumed dead, could still be alive. He handles it calmly. The opening scene is a very, very intense scene of an accident that happens on a giant space antenna. And he, again, pretty calm through what would be terrifying to the average human being. Brad Pitt is excellent in the movie. Uh, It is a slow-paced movie, but it is an absolutely beautiful movie. The cinematography is incredible. The special effects are perfect. I mean, it looks real. Um... If you have a problem with science fiction taking some liberties with what might actually happen in the future, well, go watch The Expanse. Even that one is that TV show, which is now on Amazon after Sci-Fi canceled it, and I can't wait for the next season. Um, It is purportedly to be very realistic on where we're headed technology-wise, but still they have to stretch things a little bit to make the story. There's an extraterrestrial element in that show that obviously we haven't met any extraterrestrials yet, so we have no idea. So this is a a near future. Obviously, there's some, some warlike things going on in the world. This is an astronaut who has a lot of experience, um, and he's sent on a mission basically to find out if his father's still alive and to fix what could be a catastrophe for the entire solar system. And that is the gist of the movie. It's, it's a man's journey. Brad Pitt does an excellent job with... There's, 
you look into his eyes and there's things going on behind his eyes. There's not a whole lot of dialogue from him. He's very stoic. He's very calm about everything. But you can see behind his eyes, especially as the movie progresses, that there's more going on than he lets out. And eventually, obviously, you know, there's going to be more story elements and some growth to his character. Uh, he journeys to the moon. He journeys to Mars. It, it, everything is done very well. It's it's fairly logical within the mythology of the story. And if you like those kind of movies, if you like a movie like Moon or even 2001: A Space Odyssey, movies that may take a little bit of liberty with the science but give you a rapturous movie to watch, something that's very visual, something that's stimulating on an intellectual level, gives you a lot of things to talk about after the movie's over, a lot of things to think about while it's going on. So it's not a movie for everybody. Critics pretty much liked it on Rotten Tomatoes. It's about 83% right now. Uh, Box office-wise, it's made almost its budget back worldwide. I saw something online. They were already calling it a flop, but it only cost about $100 million to make, and it's already made 90, and it's still in theaters, so... There you go. Um, it is a beautiful movie. And if you're in the mood for something that's not laser blasts and explosions and alien invasions, which is pretty much most of the science fiction we get these days, I think you're going to like Ad Astra. Uh, the other stars of the movie, Tommy Lee Jones, Ruth Nega, Liv Tyler, and Donald Sutherland, everybody in the movie does a great job. Although I think Liv Tyler is starting to get typecast uh, between this Armageddon and a couple others. She's always the wife that stays on Earth. <laughs> but anyway, by the time the movie ends, there's a lot of voiceover in the movie either. I didn't mention that. Uh, sometimes that's not my biggest thing, I, uh, not my favorite thing in a movie. But I think this one, we need to know what's going on in his head because of the type of character he's playing. And his narration lets you in on some things that may not be obvious. But seeing it a second time, I picked up on a whole lot of things I didn't see the first time. So it's that kind of movie. It's an intellectual movie. It's a slow-paced movie, but it's an absolutely gorgeous movie. It's an intelligent movie. And it's a movie that you can go have coffee afterwards and have lots of conversation about. I would highly recommend Ad Astra. I'd give it a four out of five. Go see it. Tell me what you think. Put it in the comments. You know, that kind of thing. I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos, obviously, and, and that's kind of my review style. But I want to keep things conversational, keep things fairly short, and uh, I think I was pretty spoiler-free. Check out Ad Astra while it's still in theaters. See it on the biggest screen possible. This was in IMAX for the first couple of weeks. It's probably not anymore, but really, it's a beautiful, beautiful movie. If you like Brad Pitt or you like this kind of story, go see Ad Astra. Once again, I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. My website is therockfile.com. Um, thank you for downloading this podcast and giving it a listen. We're on most of the podcast services so far. Still waiting for iTunes to approve. Probably be another few days for that, but literally on just about every other podcast service. If you'd like some more information, uh, you can check out my radio stations at Rockfile Radio. I've got an online store at rockfileretail.com behind all of these. We have Facebook pages. Even my dogs have a page, The Archer Files. You can find that on Facebook and Instagram. So thank you for following along. Thank you for your support. Please like, share, download, uh, subscribe. That's a big help when I'm starting out here. And thank you for listening. Thank you.